It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NBA. Totter wants to go inside. Totter all the way in reverse. Layup. Got it. 30 points for Tyler Hero. Timeout Boston, and I'm sure Coach is saying, you see that guy wearing number 14? Someone get a handle on him. Iguodala back to Tyler. Seven on the shot clock. Has Smart in front of him. Puts it over Smart for three. Got it to go. His fifth from downtown. 33 points by the rookie. He finished with 37. PK. Tyler Hero is good. I'm convinced someone defend him. Why is he so open? He got great looks down the stretch. He made him in the heat. Beat the Celtics. Hold him off 112-109, and they are up three games to one. That is absolutely true. I agree. So why the heck is Hero so open? Shooting corner threes with nobody in, in 10 feet of him. Yeah, I don't know either. You're the basketball guy. You tell me. But he was wide open. And he made Apparently him pay. He's wide open, huh? Wide bleeping open. Celtics in a hole. We'll see if they can channel their inner Denver Nuggets now. Down three games to one. The Nuggets have pulled that off twice. Will they have to pull it off a third time? They're down two to one to the Lakers. Game four is tonight, six o'clock. Every game for the Nuggets in this has been a little better. Game two was certainly better than game one, even though they lost. Found a way to win game three. Now can they even the series up and avoid a 3-1 hole? I'm going to say the winner of this game wins the series. That's a good call. I like that. Miami, if uh, Miami, if the Lakers get up 3-1, to one, they ought to be able to finish this off. I mean, how many times can the Nuggets come back from 3-1? And if the Nuggets win this at 2-2 with the momentum on their side and the Lakers having some obvious flaws, even though they've got a spectacular postseason record, they got issues. How can they possibly be 10-3? It's time for those issues to be revealed if the Nuggets pull it off. New Sacramento Kings GM Monty McNair said he's looking forward to working with head coach Luke Walton. I've got to know him the last few days. We've had good conversations. I've heard great things. So far, I think we've had great rapport. Luke's going to be our coach next year. I'm really excited to work with him. I think we're aligned with our vision. We're going to start implementing it. Give me a year or two years, PK. Clock's ticking. A, it's Sacramento, and B, the GM didn't hire the coach. How often does that work? Clock ticking. Yeah, who knows if the GM's going to be there. The reality is by 2025, they'll probably have new guys at both positions. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. He is in the building. He's 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 feeling fine. He's he's helping out with these young quarterbacks and uh, he's helping getting those guys ready to play, just like a veteran should. These guys, since I've been here, you now our medical staff has been very really trustworthy. You know, they, they there's a trust there, but I, how they respond to this, I don't know. That's going to be up to the locker room how they respond to this. If you know, but as of right now, I. I like the progress we've made with our players and our medical staff. It's Charger coach Anthony Lentz. Says that Tyrod Taylor is still the team starter when he's cleared to play again after his lung was accidentally punctured by a team doctor Sunday while administering a painkilling injection to Taylor's cracked ribs. Doctors have advised Taylor not to play indefinitely 
And Lynn added that if Tyrod is 100%, he's our quarterback. But it sounds like he's not going to be 100% for a while. So, former Oregon Duck. Herbert, we'll get the, uh, we'll get the start for the Chargers this week. That is a weird story and a bizarre scenario. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely unfortunate for the young man. Raiders coach John Gruden pumping up Cam Newton before the Raiders and Patriots uh, meet here in week three. I haven't seen many guys walk through my doors that look like Cam. I call him Slam, Slam Newton. That was the nickname I gave him. He's a power forward playing quarterback. Cam looks like he's the usual Cam. He's a threat to do a lot of different things. And that's the question. Is he healthy? Can he stay healthy? If he can stay healthy with Belichick, that'd have a pretty good season. And they're off to a nice start here, having split their first two games. They did lose the game in Seattle, but passing the eyeball test through two games. Yeah, yeah okay. I can buy that. Raiders trying to get to 3-0 right now. Six teams in the AFC off to the uh, 2-0 start. Can they keep it rolling after taking down the Saints? That is the question for the Raiders this week. The week starts Thursday night football. Dolphins and Jaguars. That's uh, NFL Network tonight at 6-20. Dolphins off to an 0-2 start. Jags are 1-1 going into this one. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. My son Tristan was one of the fellas on the team that tested positive for COVID after clean, uh, completing his 10 to 14 day uh, quarantine. Pretty much did it fairly healthy. A few of the, the side effects, but not enough to be super worrisome. Started practice again yesterday. Of course, if you miss that much time, you, you, you ball out. You, you're ready to go. You're excited to get after it. I was feeling some pretty terrible symptoms last night. Talked to his mom and I, and the doctor and the training staff. Decided it was, it was time to test him for some other, other problems. Ends up that he, uh, he has pneumonia. It's uh, affected his lungs severely. Uh, lucky enough, uh, there was no fluid in his heart. That's Marty Hodge talking about BYU's Tristan Hodge, who had COVID and now has pneumonia. So put him on the back burner, I guess, a little bit here with the home opener coming up Saturday night against Troy. And have to get him... Uh, Get him over the pneumonia and get him back in shape. Fluid in the lungs not ideal, obviously, for playing football at elevation and banging into people. BYU will play the Houston Cougars later this season. Hopefully, so far, the Cougars haven't been able to play anyone. They've had their fourth week in a row. They've had a game called off. They actually had two games called off one week. This week, it's North Texas, who's got uh, some positive tests so they're not going to be playing, so the Houston-North Texas game is off, and Notre Dame and Wake Forest have rescheduled for the weekend of December 12th. So schedule taking a few alterations going into this weekend. But is it going to take an alteration today for Halloween or November 7th? Place your bets. What will the Pac-12 presidents and chancellors do? I think they could do both, actually. I don't think it's an either-or. I would think that the teams that are ready to go could be could play on October 31. I'd be surprised if they had some teams ending up playing more games than others, but I wouldn't be shocked if they had some teams play on the 31st and then gave them a bye later in the season. But obviously, they're the presidents and chancellors. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, well, the seven games with built-in opportunities if they need buys and then actual buys, so it's a combination that they can do. 
So I think there's a little bit of a push to start it on that Halloween night, day, whatever it might be. And for some, somehow it'll be better a week later. Waiting to hear what the Mountain West will do as well. The MAC has a vote set for tomorrow. They might play a six-game schedule. I think there's some concerns there about the testing and can all the schools afford it, but they'll be sorting that out tomorrow. So there you go. For the three leagues that still haven't set a schedule yet, there are their plans. 48 hours, we could know it all, maybe less than that. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. That's ready to pitch. Here's a swing and a drive to left field. Fair or foul toward the line. And it is a home run. Randy Arozarena hit one right over the foul pole down the left field line. His second homer of the day, his seventh of the season. And the Rays' lead is now 8-2. to two. And they win 8-5. to five. The Rays beat the Mets, and the Rays win the AL East title. So they go into the playoffs with uh, with high hopes, and they got a little playoff experience too, PK, for a team that doesn't have the biggest payroll, actually has one of the smallest payrolls. That is a nice accomplishment right there, winning the AL East. And they've had a taste of the postseason, so let's see how deep they can go. Yeah, it was funny. I saw some of the guys, uh, at least one of them, they were sitting in the dugout celebrating, guys sitting there with his uniform pants, no shirt, amongst his teammates, smoking a cigar. <laughs> <clears throat> That's quite the look right there. That yeah, was funny. So Tampa into the uh, into the playoffs. Uh, they won the wild card game and then got beat by the Astros a year ago. So we'll That's see Tampa Bay, buddy. The Rays. Not te- not Tampa. You wouldn't call them green, would you? I might. No, you'd call them, well, you'd be the only one. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't call Green Bay. Too much respect for Green Bay. Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. The Angels beat the Padres 5-2, to two, but the Padres have already clinched a berth, so the bigger story is that Clevenger uh, left in the first inning. Bicep tightness. Okay, so how much do you worry about bicep tightness? First, first inning, precautionary, rest him into the playoffs. It's only an inning. He'll be fine. Or major red flag for the Padres. Gut instinct on his arm. I don't know, man. I have no gut instinct on his arm. I can't say that. I mean, I just can't speak to what the man is feeling in his arm and his shoulder and bicep area, whatever that might be. You know, all of that makes you a little nervous. Yes. Uh, But as you say, they've already clinched. They're going. their, Their spot literally is already taken care of. So if you felt anything, was it just absolutely precautionary? I can't speak to that, so I don't really know. I, I, I just don't know what, what you know. You don't specifically. You don't want the shoulder and the elbow uh, from you know what we've heard over time. So I, I just can't speak to it. But you know, I'm the, if I'm the Potters, I absolutely make sure I get that uh, taken care of if at all possible because he has the potential to be your number one guy. The Indians have also clinched a playoff berth. One of the uh, six teams that are in in the American League, Terry Francona, will not return to the dugout during the regular season, but he is slated to join the team's postseason bubble. 61-year-olds missed uh, 42 games. He's had gastrointestinal surgery and blood clotting issues. Sounds pretty serious there, but I guess it's a good sign that Francona could be in the bubble. The Indians, uh, eight games over five hundred. Two and a half games out of the division lead. Probably not going to win the division, but we'll be in the postseason. 
And in the National League, the craziness that is the race for the uh, wild card spots in the National League, four of the eight are clinched. And now there's six teams all right around 500 trying to get in. Right now, the Cardinals and the Reds and the Giants are all a game over, with the Giants beating the Rockies 7-2 to last night. So It's, probably it's fun to have you actually caring about Sunday. baseball again. Yeah, it's fun to have the Padres actually be good again, I'm telling you. It's way more fun. <laughs> That's the definition of a Fairweather fan right there. Major League Baseball is making the Independent Atlanta League its first partner league. A distinction awarded as the expiration nears for Major League Baseball's agreement with the affiliated National Association Professional Baseball Leagues. Major League Baseball trying to cut the guaranteed minor league teams from 160 down to 120. Which 40 teams will get squeezed? Obviously, the Pioneer League is sitting in a bad spot there, and we got teams here and Orem and Ogden, are they going to be able to create something that'll be interesting and keep a bunch of city-funded stadiums still busy? A partner league. Does it sound like there's anything in that, PK? Yeah, I'm going to have to investigate that more to see what that's all about. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL, after a couple of home losses, gets a win. They shut out the Galaxy. Goals from Albert Rusnak and Demir Krylock. Started to take control of the game late in the first half. Came flying out of the locker room with three good chances in three minutes and pretty much set the tone for the second half there. Did catch some breaks along the way, PK. It's funny how with everything hanging in the balance, you know, in the, in the previous game they'd only given up three shots on goal, but two of them went in. And here the Galaxy hit the crossbar twice but didn't score. Had a couple chances to get the game's first goal, and when they didn't, RSL took over. So they get the win, and in the hyper-competitive, hyper-congested West, they move from 11th points, 11 points, or 11th place, and they pick up the three points. They're now above the playoff line and only four points out of first place. That makes no sense. Yeah, that, my head's spinning right now, I gotta that is say. Way too close <laughs> to go from 11th to that close to first with one win. That's a lot of points and places. They'll be uh, they'll be playing Minnesota on Sunday. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, we're going to talk basketball with Jeff Perlman, author of Three Ring Circus, Kobe, Shaq, Phil, and the crazy years of the Laker dynasty. We talk BYU football. Brian Keel, former Cougar linebacker, will stop by at 8.30. And Greg Bowlerjack at 9 o'clock, TV voice of the Jazz, talking NBA playoffs. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 12.80 The Zone.